What? What? All right. Huh? I don't know. What the hell is everybody doing here? Well, I thought it was Stitch and Bitch Podcast. It's this is- Stitch and Bitch Podcast Yay! time. <laughs> it is number two. It is October 25th, 2016. And we have the same crew from the previous Family Stitch and Bitch on here. We got Nicole. Testing. We got Jacob. Yep. With some serious slick back going on. But, uh. Eh. When you don't have to go outside, you don't have to worry about what your hair looks like. This- or. Even if you do have to go outside, I don't worry about it either. That's true. Why did you get, you got today off. Why did that happen? Explain night job yesterday. So I got home at 4.30 and then I went to bed. That, uh, yep. Sounds like a full day to me. Mom. Hi. <laughs> Quit looking at me. You make me laugh. What? Well, that was uncomfortable. You got a funny anyway. face. And then I'm here. Uh, but as, uh, as we'll discover, that may be an entirely uh, pointless thing to say at this point, because uh, it's been a little over a month since we did the last one of these. and um, A little? I mean, yeah. It, all right, fine. It's been over a month. Still accurate. Still an accurate statement. How is the stitching going, everybody? Uh, I have used sewing for completely like utilitarian things three times since we last spoke. Mom? Um... I've been sewing, and I've been making, continuing on my woodland creatures for my um, Christmas tree, but I decided to amp them up a little bit, so I'm decorating them with holiday stuff. Bringing them from a 7 to an 8, what are we talking about? Yeah, they were a little plain before, so I decided to um, add some Christmas cheer to the um, box. I'm adding some holly and berries on his belly. And then the bear, I'm going to put Christmas trees on his belly. Wait, 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 wait. There wasn't a bear before. There is a bear now. Okay. There's what a bear other now. woodland animals have you added? I have made um, some squirrels, but I used, I used um, textured felt, so they kind of look like peanuts. I can attest to this. Uh, they do look like peanuts. And those, I'm putting a poinsettia on them, on to their make belly. More festive. I'm get, I'm really getting camera shy right now. I mean, that only makes sense. You are looking at me, and oh. I guess I'm a camera. Okay. So. So, anyways. So um, that's all you've been sewing. No, I I finished my pajamas. I sewed um some pajama bottoms. I took in my pants. I I tapered them a little bit because they were too um. That '90s like wide leg thing. Bell bottoms? Flare. Flare. Oh. So I took them in a little bit. And I'm going to do another pair of pants like that. I sewed, um, oh, I'm very proud of what I sewed. I'm so proud of this. Drum roll. I have sewed seat covers for the car, for the camper. Like the actual, like the driver's seat and the passenger seat. And they turned out awesome. That's like a, that's like a level three Cost-saving measure? Were they made out of uh, fleece? No, they are not. They're actually made out of a suede fabric. And then I needed a stretch on the back, so I used um, some denim. Some dirty underwear. No, I used denim, actually, that Jacob had bought when he lived out here to make a pair of pants out of. So I used that for the back of them. I was going to say, how did you you run this funding past Dad? Well... (laughs) This sounds like a needed serious sign-off. I got such a good buy on that. Um, Did you double-stack your coupons? No, I didn't double-stack them. But on the suede, they have, at Joanne Fabrics, they have a clearance, um, they have clearance tables where you can get bolts of fabric that they put on clearance. They had an extra 50% off the already reduced clearance price. So I got this stuff for like five bucks a yard. I mean, Joanne's is nothing if not going out of business pretty much constantly. So, well, I guess it is for me, but yeah, I was there. I was there. I go there all the time. I was there today again. How many people were in that store? Um, more than I thought, because I think people are doing the Halloween last minute. Okay, stuff. As, as someone who worked seasonally at Joanne's, um, Halloween is a big time for Joanne's because Halloween is the only time of year that regular people who do not sew go. Dang, nabbit, I'm going to make myself a costume. <laughs> uh, they usually have no idea what they're doing. 
Um, but they're very enthusiastic. Yes. I can believe that. I mean, for what it's worth, Joanne's is one of the only places that has Halloween stuff, like, up through Halloween, whereas almost everywhere else pretty much immediately ditches Halloween for Christmas. Well, it's 60% off right now, all their Halloween stuff at Joanne's. Yeah, they like to get that stuff out of there about a week before the holiday. Yeah, yeah. but they, they hold on to it for longer, I find, the most. Well, because, like I said, it's a big it's a big seasonal time for them because the, the noobs try to sew for Halloween, and that's big business for they, them. They don't have the... Uh, they don't have the the Christmas costume market sewn up not, yet? It's not as a different type of crafters, but it's like yes. the seasoned professionals do Christmas crafts. Like anybody tries to sew something for Halloween. Jacob, what are you well, sewing yeah, for Halloween? Christmas is, Christmas is two months down the road, which means you've definitely lost uh, interest in that hobby by Plus, that time. People, yeah. don't, people don't generally make um, clothes for Christmas no. for Halloween. And, but, and for Halloween, you see a lot of college students in there. That's what I, I mean. Like the noobs who don't sew come out for Halloween. Yeah. Where do all those terrible stockings come from then? I sewed those stockings for you guys. Anyway, Jacob, what are you dressing you up as for stockings? Halloween? Uh, I'll be dressing up in work clothes. Solid. And then I'll probably be coming home and then eating something. Oh, cheeky. Will it be candy related? <laughs> uh, I hope not. Candy adjacent? Because I had a barbecue this weekend. I bought Klondike bars and I made the mistake of taking them home. And the following morning, I had four Klondike bars for breakfast. So, Good God. Is, uh, Where did Dylan? you have a barbecue? Uh, buddy rolled through, so I had a barbecue. Was that Ian? Moving on. What? Oh I, my gosh. Well, anyways, can I say real quick on the Halloween kick? What? No. Okay. Any, what were you going to say on the Halloween kick? I got. A chain letter bag of candy on my porch yesterday for Halloween. Someone left a really nice Halloween bag with candy in it. And inside was a letter thing that you're supposed to go out and find somebody else and put a bag of candy and make print a copy of the letter and put it. I don't know if you guys know what a chain letter I is. I do. That's really weird. It's very weird. Dad said don't do it. I'm sure it was just the kids next door. But there was some really good candy in that bag. Is this a Halloween Ponzi scheme? Basically. I don't know what it is, but... Did they want you to return the candy that was in your bag before putting a new bag on the next house? I don't know, but I already ate most of it. Is something going to happen if you don't, you know, pass the candy on? Like, are you going to explode in seven days or something? I mean, you'll definitely burn in hell. I've never done chain letters, so I refuse to um, do that. But anyways... It's a solid principle. I've never had a Halloween one before. Definitely don't want to get cursed, so... Very good. See, now you got me worried. Why do you say that? What, that you'll be cursed? Yeah. <laughs> like, I didn't even think about that. I mean, there's you probably... You ate all that cursed candy. Yeah, you ate all that candy and you're not even going to reciprocate? Yeah, you don't even know who gave that to you. Guys you guys just told me not to reciprocate. Did, what are you talking did about? Did you not read the Bible? It what clearly states that on Halloween... Oh, my God. Um... None of I don't. So believe. I'm prepping for BYOP. That's true. BYOP is on the horizon. Yeah. What is it? It's Sunday. Did you get the Facebook? I don't advice? know what those letters stand for. It stands for bring your own pumpkin. Oh, I, I've been doing this for like yeah. This years. is this is like five or six. <laughs> okay, I have to say, I already got my pumpkin. I did too. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you, Jacob. Did you have your pumpkin? Uh, no, I live in an apartment. <laughs> 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 That's no excuse. You know what? I wonder if you guys will get trick or treaters over there. I will not be answering the door if someone comes to it. <laughs> <laughs> no, you just yeah, pumpkin. Yeah, in apartment living, pumpkins come in the form of pies or cans. Yeah, exactly. You need a pumpkin so that you can. T- it's not. You draw a face on the pumpkin so that you don't feel quite as bad about gutting it out for seeds and pumpkin pie materials. It's really just a contrition thing. That sounds like a lot of work. Also, uh, stuffing a pumpkin into a, on a motorcycle is I can see like how that more work. Seems like more work than it's worth. Look, there are three pumpkins in this house right now, and all three of them got here. Two of them, I should say, got here on bicycle. So, oh, I'm impressed, David. Without bags, which that was probably the the primary thing I should have considered because you can. <laughs> It's it's totally manageable to carry around like a giant preponderous weight like if it's in a that. bag, but to like have to shoulder it 
Because these are like sizable punt. That was that was dangerous. There was a couple of touch and go moments there. I'm very proud of you, David, for doing your part um, to conserve energy by riding your bike everywhere. It's. I'd like to ride my bike more. It's the most I can do. And on Have that, you heard of Amendment thread. One? It protects the <laughs> consumer from the horrible energy companies. Is what they tell me. Well, that's that's why I need the bicycle is so that I can get my kickback from the power company. So, anyways, on the pumpkin thread, I was watching this show about the best Halloween stuff, and what this one family started doing is they all carve pumpkins, but then they have a contest, and they have to roll or they have to. Um, make like wheels for their pumpkins and they do have like a ramp and so they have like a race with the pumpkins to see who has the fastest one and it was really neat is this show put on by that guy who does the cupcakes (laughs) it sounds like a joke oh you mean bravo e every other channel (laughs) anyways jacob you could go to this it's so big now it's out in california that thousands of people come every year to race their pumpkin yeah go to california Because you live there. Yeah. Okay, well, we will not be racing pumpkins at BYOP. Well, I just thought, like, maybe the next year. <laughs> I don't know. Just throwing some, it out there. We can get okay. some soap. We're going to slide, and we'll make it happen. I thought it'd be fun to have a winner. A winner? Oh, you just want like a winner. Okay. This is just the competitive angle. Well, I was thinking if you have a neutral party, they can pick out the best pumpkin. I don't know. We'll- there, are no, there are no such things as neutral parties when it comes to pumpkin judging. That okay? Is fair they enough. They are all corrupt. No, lose. Oh, Luz mom won't be there. No, she will not. And she would have a clear bias. Not if she didn't see who did it. What? She would know. There's hand signals. There mom. will be no competitiveness at BYOP. Okay. Mom, it's just a peace seen? and love kind of event. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, exactly. It's a communal event. Okay. Halloween is the ultimate charitable. Yeah. <laughs> it's the ultimate charitable holiday. Everybody thinks it's Christmas and they're full of shit because during Christmas, <laughs> you give all those things to people you're going to see later. Like, that's yeah. serious. <laughs> Quid pro quo. Well, also, you only give gifts to people who you know they're that you're going to get to use that gift. That too. So yeah. it's just future-proofing stuff that you couldn't justify buying for yourself. Yeah, it's a utilitarian facade for a religious holiday. Halloween, on the other hand, absolute strangers, mostly children, but probably not all know, children come up to your door. I don't know if it's awesome. feeding kids all that candy. Look, they want candy and you give them candy. I, I, I'm going to say, when we were young, we ate all that candy and none of us was fat, ever. Yeah, but your teeth are horrible. Not my, well, it depends on the yes. person. Okay, me, <laughs> no. and, me and Kevin had it bad had, teeth. It had repercussions. Mark and Eric did not have bad teeth, so it just depends on genetics. as much candy as you did? Absolutely. No, she, no, because they weren't friends with Chris. Well, don't say that. I don't what? think she listens to the also, podcast. Yeah, and there's no way that any of this is making it because we haven't talked about sewing. Because Halloween okay. is so okay, fun. So no, no, this is talk, the important thing. Let me talk about my sewing experiences <laughs> okay. since last Nicole, time. I uh, taught myself the cross stitch, which is a hand stitch, good for hemming. Nice. It's been very handy. I darned for another hemming. pair of socks. What? Cross stitch for hemming, isn't that where you make the little X's? Yeah, that's for hemming. You can use it for I've hemming. Never heard of that. Okay, so um, I used my cross stitch to darn another pair of socks. These ones I wasn't as happy with. You've really got to, if you're going to darn socks, you really want to use like the big, thick, heavy ones. Otherwise, you can kind of feel the patch. So I tossed all the really thin socks and just kept the very heavy ones. I will continue to darn those. You get about six to nine extra months out of your socks. Uh, from that. And then I hemmed a pair of pants for Paul so that he could go to a job interview and to court last week. That's some serious hot, that's high ROI on those pants. Yeah, yeah. And he won his case without having a lawyer, so that's good. Thanks, pants. Yes, thank you, pants. Uh, Oh, and I sewed two chameleon bags so that I could ship some defective Parsons out to the chameleon uh, rescue yesterday. Ship what? Chameleons. Parsons chameleons. I was going to joke that it was a bag for chameleons, but apparently that's in fact it, exactly yes, what it was. Oh, you put the chameleons exactly in the bag that yes, you sew? Yes, so you, you get your muslin, you sew a bag with yeah. a little drawstring on it, you shove it full of paper towels, insert chameleon, put chameleon in box, decorate with more paper towels, and uh, tape it up and ship it off. They don't get claustrophobic in that? Well... They don't like it, but when it's dark, they kind of just go to sleep. Oh, mom, they don't have feelings. Yes, you don't they have to do. Care about them. 
They're like guinea pigs that way. My GPs have feelings. They've they have like one feeling. No, they, have they don't. Feelings of lettuce and feelings of carrot. Yeah. No, they have feelings. But mostly of fear, especially the big one. Smooth pig has been Chameleons getting. Chameleons experience stress. I think that's the only thing they experience. Yeah, that that much seems obvious. Yeah, yeah. and they they let you know. Yeah, because they're always stressed. Yeah, mm-hmm. guinea pigs are always stressed. Um, yeah, they are, and it shows at all all hours. I have to say, I've been putting them outside because this weather has been really nice. Yeah, it's been below ninety recently. It's been sweet. I've been eating dinner outside. It is awesome. Yeah, my AC doesn't run all day now. Yeah. That's yeah. pretty exciting. Pretty good. So what have you been sewing, Jake? In the animal room. Good segue. <laughs> um, Speaking of segues. Yeah. Oh God. Did you sew that jacket you have on? No. Okay. This is a holdover from previous years. Okay. I haven't sewed any clothes besides a pair of pajama bottoms. I've mostly done bags because I went on a a trip out to Wyoming for a week and I needed some way to ship my hiking backpack because it's full of straps that get destroyed when you ship it. So I created a large bag to ship it. And the reason why I created this bag was because when I was going through Joanne's, I saw a sweet outdoor material that had lobsters on it. So I bought like four yards of that. And then I made a protective bag for my backpack. It was a sweet lobster pattern. That was really cute. Very cute. Yeah. You, you made a backpack that, bag? Yeah, it was a bag for a bag. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> I shipped animals except, in the bag I made, so, you know. Yeah, yeah except this bag... I tried to up the ante a little bit and lined it with a cheaper black fabric that I had and made sure I hid all the rough end seams so it looks better. But the stitches for the handles uh, were not up to uh, Delta standards, and one of them got ripped off. I don't know how, because I loaded it up with water bottles and then yanked on it continuously. I don't know if they were using it to, like, pick up the back end of a car or something well i don't know if you've seen the airplanes they're like pretty high in the air so you got to get a really good throw <laughs> and they probably had to do like two or three spins yeah i mean i i mean to do the top of the bags like the part that starts to separate i use like the zigzag stitch and i went across and back it about 20 times you weakened the fabric doing that yeah but the fabric's in perfect shape Literally, the uh, the stitches tore. The actual thread was torn all the way That's across. That's some impressive We're, baggage handle. Are you using Guterman yeah. thread like I told you to? Uh, I use whatever is on the end cap. <laughs> I need to like use cheap-ass thread. good thread and good needles. It's probably really cheap. It Don't collects an enormous thread. amount of lint inside of the machine after every bobbin. Yeah, oh that my gosh, sound good. that's not good. You gotta, you gotta step it up and get the good stuff. The Guterman yeah, stuff. stuff. The Guterman. The Guterman. So, yes. David, are you sewing for Halloween <laughs> oh, this oh year? Oh God. Um. Oh, I only have. Okay, I'm coming up on my deadline because last year I waited until the 26th of October to figure out what I was going to do, and then I spent 40 straight hours putting it together. Um. I don't think I actually have time for that this year. Uh, but we'll see. Yeah, we got BYOP. What are you doing for Halloween? What I don't know. I have one more day to find out. Based on out last who? year. What, what do I don't mean? know from inside where all good ideas come from. No, I mean like were you invited to a Halloween thing? Uh, I, I hope so. Somewhere? I don't know. Nick hooked me up with the uh, invite. I, I assume he's doing a party of some kind. What were you last year? What I was Toriel from the video game Undertale. I think I saw that. You made that yourself? I did. He did an entire video of making it. Didn't you watch it on YouTube? No, I didn't see that, D. Are you, do you I, not subscribe to machinationlog.com? Good old machinationlog.com or actualgarbage.net? I, I just checked my feed last night, and there was like three unwatched videos, so I caught up with them. And oh. you can, too, over at YouTube on just type Toriel into the internet, and it'll probably show up. I, I, know for a fact, I know for a fact that everyone who is listening to this podcast got here through the Toriel video, so... Welcome. <laughs> I don't know if many people are listening to this particular podcast. Well, they should be a Stitch and Halloween are, combined. Well, that's 
that just happened. This is de facto what we're talking about right now. But it's now. nice to throw in the holidays because a lot of times that's tied into sewing. Yeah. Like As every we established, time. Yeah. All the noobs like, like to sew for yeah. Halloween. Basically, yeah. I love Halloween. It's like what I've been sewing, which is, uh, so what do I got? My track record this month's been pretty good. I got that serger in. I got to practice that. So, all right. I tried to make a shirt. Uh, that was a failure. You need a pattern. I uh, I do. And I tried to use a shirt that actually existed already, and that didn't work because uh, I just tried to lay it flat, and I don't lay flat. It doesn't so, work like that. Yeah, I have, you got to, a pattern. I have to cut a shirt so that I can make another shirt. I have to sacrifice one to make two, basically. Um, like, the surgery was pretty rad. It broke on me once. Um, and the way really? that it broke seemed... Really dangerous because it um to shoot a needle out. Yeah, it did. yes, yeah. It did. Always, That's why mom wears protective glasses when she sews. Wear glasses when you sew because I've had needles shoot at me, especially you, Jacob, because you don't wear glasses. That's very important because you'll put. What about if you use cheap fabric and uh, the cheap needles, needles that come with the machine? No, he has. I don't and think he's ever lightning fast. I don't think he's ever changed yeah, the needle it makes in his horrible machine. noises. Yeah, you need to wear, especially you, because you don't even bother to change the needles or anything. <laughs> yeah, I haven't done that. Yeah, because um, you're the worst. You need to wear protective goggles because you'll put your eye out. That's why you I got bet you didn't know sewing could be so dangerous. Living life on the edge. <laughs> Basically, yeah. It can be dangerous because I... Have got, you sewn through your finger at any point? Yes, I have. Halfway, not the whole thing, but... How? Actually, did you have to get the seam ripper? <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> but I'm telling you, machine aside... With my just the pins using pins, I have stabbed myself so many times, really bad. How? I don't know. I just do it. I have sustained that is no so injuries sewing anything. Really? Like most of it's shit, but I've never actually <laughs> yeah. hurt myself in the process. Wow. Yeah. No, the only injuries I've uh, endured are broken spirit and disheartening. Oh, Jakey, it makes me want to give you a hug when you say that. Like getting to the end of a 36-inch zipper only to realize that you've just sto- you've just sewed it in upside down. Yes. Speaking of uh, disheartening, uh, moving on to the rest of the things that I uh, attempted to sew, <laughs> I, uh, tried to atta- I tried to make a grocery bag, and that failed because uh, I was... Look, it was kind of ambitious. It had, um, I was basically trying to replicate the Costco bag. That and, thing is awesome, and it by turns, the way. It turns out there's a little bit of engineering going on there. Oh, yeah. Um, there's, the, the bottom of that sits flat thanks to a magical L, sh- or not L-shaped, H-shape. Mm-hmm. It's a very dyslexic problem. Uh, the zipper, it comes up to two points to make a line. That's complicated. Basically, I would have also had to sacrifice the Costco bag to make that happen, and I did Don't not. Don't do that. Okay, yeah, you guys need to learn how to be more efficient. I mean, every sewing project I do, I'm, like, saving something that I should have thrown away a long time ago. And you I'm, guys are just destroying, like, new things so you can no, make no, no, no. more we'll get there. variations of them that don't work. I did have a sewing catastrophe, too, when you're finished, David. To get to Nicole's point, uh, after I did that... It occurred to me that really all I needed was a Costco bag with straps on it um, so that I could wear like a backpack. And that failed um, because I couldn't get the sewing machine through the bottom of the, um, of the actual bag because the bag is so bulky and cumbersome and the opening is so not all that big that I couldn't actually force it in there all the way. And hand sewing it was essentially impossible. Yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, as someone who ran into that exact issue, I disassembled the entire needle assembly, stuffed the bag onto the machine because I refused to hand stitch again, and then assembled it while holding the uh, the large packing down and then stitched a couple straps on. I, I did that. It took about 30 minutes to your avoid not, about 10 minutes worth of work. Your machine's not going to last long if you do that. You're going to wreck the timing it, on That's it. why you got a cheap machine. No. You could just replace yeah, it. it'll... It'll be fine. It's a trooper. No, I, I, I did that. There was physically too much material to wedge into the area between the needle and the thing. So that didn't work. That will break your machine. Yeah. So then I, instead, uh, I epoxy resined the straps onto the bottom and that broke. So, um, I did a hot glue gun project. This, this, I got to see I what this thing is you're trying to make, David. Yeah. 
I don't I don't know why I didn't Hot just... glue's on great my... for about a year. I yeah. I, I've been using it for three on my first suit. It's, okay. It stays together for the most part, I hope. It'll get to a point where it'll just like peel off like piece That's of plastic. Mean, you get a good year out of it. Of course, yeah. most of my hot glue stuff is outside, so we get about a year of outside use from it. Do you guys use low or high temp stuff? I think I just have a high temp one. Oh, use okay. low because you'll burn the crap out of yourself. I don't. I don't I've know. done that many times. It really hurts. I'm all high temperature. So. Yeah. Hmm. And my stuff seems to stick together okay. Although the materials well, I'm, I'm using, using the are. using stuff for like uh, animal bins. So a lot of the stuff's like outside and gets hosed down frequently, like sure. once or twice a week. So it gets it gets a lot of abuse. Back to my sewing catastrophe. No, no, no. My sewing catastrophe is first and more important. So the last I thing that I was did. Your, oh, you weren't done. What? Okay. No, there's no. more. No, there's even more. Oh, okay. So Nicole was complaining that we were trying to make new stuff. So I tried to do an old thing. I tried to fix a pair of Vibram socks, yeah. and that failed. I could show you. I fixed um two pairs of Vibram socks. All right. Well, that, that may, was part of of my my darning. That's probably got the don't. Don't you need a sacrificial sock for that? <laughs> Uh, it depends. Uh, for small, for smaller holes, you can do a darning uh, weave basically over it with just a, a heavier, like well, like thread. Um, but if it's a big hole, you do need something to patch with. I sacrificed other old socks for that, but you could use, you know, any kind of stretchy comparable fabric. Yeah, so that didn't work. So okay. that's that was my sewing adventures okay, for this so had, week. It was a... four consecutive failures. Very good. I learned essentially nothing in the process. Um, so, How many things did you destroy? What? All, all of them. <laughs> Except for the Costco bag. Costco bag's still a champ. Oh, but, very good. Uh, mom's raising her hand. Mom? I turned a negative into a positive. Oh, man. I made my pajama bottoms, and I, I hate to say it, I was too chubby for them. <gasps> so. So you lost weight so you could fit in them? No, what I did. Even better. Even better. <laughs> I decided to put a contrasting piece of material down the side to make like a like a racing stripe. A racing stripe. So of course I had to unsew the whole things because I do. Fr- Since I do not have a serger, I do French seams. I don't know if you guys know what those are. I don't. No, it sounds foreign. It's when you it's when you you do your seam. You know, you sew it here, and then you take it. And then oh, you sew okay. it straight okay. down. I know what you're talking so about. So it doesn't unravel. Yeah. So I had to take all that out. And then I found a contrasting material and sew racing stripes down the side. And I want to say it turned out so nice. And I now, thought for a second you were going to say it didn't fit. So you just put overall straps <laughs> on it and you leave the front unbuttoned. No, I did not. They fit <laughs> perfectly now. Thank you very much. <sighs> and I just want to say... And it isn't just me. I mean, granted, yes, I am chubbier than I used to be, but I swear patterns are getting smaller than they used to be. Okay, well, no other clothes are getting smaller. Because patterns were always too big. You always had to, like, take them in, take them in, take them in. And now it seems like everything's too small on me, even though I'm getting a bigger size. And don't look at me like that, David. I know I'm a little chubbier, but... Do you think Joanne's fat-shaming mom? Yes, I do. <laughs> is that what this has come to? I, my experience at Joanne's, I don't think they can afford the fat shame. Yeah, I was about to say, there's plenty of evidence uh, to I want to share an anecdotal story about mom's sewing compulsions. So, out here in Florida a couple weeks ago, we had a hurricane. Uh, you know, so everything was shutting down early. I stopped by mom's house to see what was going, pick up some gasoline. And she goes, Nicole, do you think Joanne's is still open? Because I have coupons I need to use, and they might be closed tomorrow because there was a hurricane coming. And by God, she ran out, and she got to Joanne's before they closed so that she and could use her coupons. That's right. And it was right when I got there, they were closing that store within an hour. So I got there just right in line. time. I braved the storm. I braved the storm by waking up at about... 9 p.m. because I heard what? something hit a window. Oh no! And I uh, I then realized I should probably uh, should probably secure some things before the storm hit. Um, what hit your window? I don't I don't know. I was asleep. Oh my god! And then it turned out there was a lot of wind outside, and I panicked for about 30 minutes. And then I looked at the storm tracker, and it was like there there wasn't even gonna nothing exciting was gonna happen, which I guess is good because 
I heard some bad things happen some other places. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they did. I had some friends closer to the coast that had a not good time. Yeah, I heard I heard it was pretty bad some yeah. places. I got to go to I I, I lost a, a skylight. Uh oh. That that's actual damage. Yeah, and then and then and then the flooding from the skylight like got all over my new pair of Vibrams and I was devastated. God damn and it. now I have to like, you know, like clean them off and like you know spruce them up because like i almost i almost lost them in the hurricane yeah i thought i thought you only got water in your attic no no in the florida room where i had put my dirty vibrams from the night before and then all the water that came through the skylight into the florida room got all over my vibrams yeah i i almost drilled a bunch of concrete sinks into this front window here to put a board in front of it don't ever do that and um well i mean i would have rather had the holes than the window shatter and uh have water come into this room that would be very expensive yeah uh but unfortunately the storm didn't even blow my hedge clippings away fortunately um Which was like really annoying because the one thing, the one thing that I thought to do that I actually did, aside from flip the thing over, uh, I have a scaffold in my backyard, and at mom's insistence, I needlessly flipped it over. I told you to be safe. Yeah, yeah, I did more damage to it than the storm did, but the um, but it could have flown into your neighbor's window. It, that would be if the storm had been strong enough to blow that scaffold into we a neighbor's would have had window. Other problems. A, they would need a much bigger window. Um, uh, this is, this is like getting hit with a cannonball in the eye kind of thing, but the, um, there would be no house to hit either. There's like an almost physical, like there's a catch 22 to that causing property damage. Hmm. Um, but anyway, I, the one thing I did do was I clipped all my hedges out front because I figured that would be the right time because it would blow the blow the leaves away David, so I wouldn't have to clean them up. Off. That is terrible for the environment. What is? Hedges? You need to you need to clean them up and recycle them because stuff that goes in the curb goes down through the drain and it gets it comes out on our lakes. That is a um, That's environmental hazard. No, you're not supposed to do that. That's plant life. No, it is not supposed to be in the lakes. I don't have gutters. In I'm my really disappointed with you. And I was so proud that you ride your bike everywhere, dude. Look, it's a little yin, a little yang. You gotta, it's a little push and give. No, the, um, oh, what was, uh, no, then what's with all the pool shit? What What do you mean? People, like, empty their pools. They're not supposed to do that. Well, I have they bad are news. Not I don't think I've seen, do that. I don't think I've seen anyone do it any other way. Besides take a hose and drain it into No, you're not supposed to because there's chemicals in there. You're supposed to get rid of it. I mean, you're supposed to put it down your drain. These people shouldn't have pools. Not the drain in the street. In your actual drain. Oh, so that it goes into the municipal water system and gets recycled or whatever. Yes. Okay. Because that way it can... It gets treated. Yeah, and it can come out to the wetlands. What? Yeah, there's more water. We get more water on our wetlands. Then where's the drainage water go? Retention ponds. Yeah, the retention ponds. Well, that's fine. I don't give a shit about those. Oh my god, David! What is what's in the David's retention an pond? There's turtles. You didn't know this. There's fish. There's, there are no fish. Do you want? There's local do you want me to start listing the birds there that rely no, on that? There are no fish. I will go the through birds my birds. Don't rely on the bread, Mom. That's what bread's for. No, they don't. <laughs> do you not live? You live on the golf course. You see them. They get fed. Oh my! It's gosh. all good. It's not good. Also, I don't think the ducks are that worried about leaves. I think they're considerably more concerned with, like, the chlorine from the pools. I know. That's bad. It's all bad. Everything's My bad. My experience with ducks is their only concern is bread. Yeah. <laughs> as it should be. I don't know what else they would have to be concerned about. Hey. I saw some ducks over on Alfea. They looked very tasty. Nicole! On Alafaya, where do you see them on Alafaya? Like, like when I was driving, there's like you know, like some grass oh and like a little sidewalk on the Waterford side, and there were some ducks hanging out. Oh, I guess there's a little lake over yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. No, it there's very tasty. There are a couple of schools of them Who floating around down the street. Oh, but, uh, I won't eat anything, but ducks are pretty tasty. Hmm. She won't eat chicken. Yeah, that's true. That is true. Anyway, Jacob. What, what kind you, of projects are you failing at in the future? Uh, I'm not sure. It was kind of weird that 
you said you had problems uh, sewing a bag. Bags seem to be the thing I can do really, really well. This uh, my first dive into making clothes uh, led to old man pants that are not particularly comfortable. So you turn those into a uh, bag. I told you, clothes is the hardest thing to sew to get a good fit. Yeah, to get a good fit. I mean, it was impressive to make it a pair of pants out of two pieces of fabric in one stitch. I still can't figure out how you did that, Jacob. It, I'm, draw a pair of pants on a, uh, on a notebook, <laughs> and then draw another pair of pants, and then stitch those two together. That's, that's what I would have done. Oh it my fits God. marvelously, <laughs> in case you're wondering. Um, that's a very selective fit. Um, I'm gonna because I still have a bunch of that lobster fabric left. What I'm gonna do is I'm going to make another compression sack, uh, which is just a bag that has a, a mesh weave over the top, so you can cinch it down and make it real small for when you need to stuff something into a backpack. I already made one, and it turned out reasonably well, but it doesn't have any exciting patterns on the outside. Uh, so I want to make one that is more exciting. Nicole, how are you freshening up your life? Um, well, I still have one more pair of socks to fix. Um, and I don't know, you know, I, I might get to a point where I can sew some projects. That that date keeps getting farther and farther away, though. <laughs> this, how is the reptile business? Yeah. Uh, How's rolling that bag? Yeah, that, that got pushed out another six months because, you know, I keep getting Madagascar shipments. But that might end... For everybody at the end of this year. Yeah, they're just like closing the country, basically. Yeah, well, it has to do with illegal logging and rosewood exports, but basically the uh, international trade in endangered species is like, well, you guys can't ship anything if you don't get this under control. So I am still getting more animals than I would like, uh, but hopefully that will now end in December. I was hoping it was going to end last August, or, you know, in August. They can't find somewhere to get rosewood from that's not literally as inconvenient uh, as possible madagascar's got some problems on a lot of levels like an island off the coast of africa seems like the last place you would try to source anything so yeah well you know like i said they've they've got some issues they like to compulsively cut and burn things there are they like the haitians yeah. of yeah of africa yeah it, it's like a fourth world country anyway mom what are you doing and well, i'm just repeating what i heard somebody that lives in madagascar say yeah I mean, i've never been there i'm just going on secondhand information yeah basically um i'm gonna be sewing um well i have to finish my holiday decor on my woodland animals so and i need to um oh my god i just got a great idea i could put a little red felt vest on one i didn't like even fall on one of the peanuts well, I still have an owl to do, and I'm going to. I don't know do- if the owl would work with the vest. Oh God, that would be so cute! And I have a cardinal I'm doing. He's, he's already red, though. I know. I that's not going to work on him. What about a walrus? Oh, and a moose, but he he doesn't have arms. He just has. This it's moose, like a walrus. This moose just has legs. Um, festive Christmas walrus. Anyways, purse right now. So right now, that's what I'm doing. I'm getting company, so I'm really stressed out about that because my whole <laughs> den and kitchen's in a shambles right now. Yeah, why did you decide to redo the whole house? You couldn't have waited. Till All next I'm doing year? is the den, the hallways, the kitchen, and the dining room. Yeah, but room. that's a huge area. All right, that's the entire house besides the bedroom. Yeah, and, the no. and you have like super high ceilings. Tell me about it. <laughs> I was painting all afternoon. But anyways... Mom, this is a self-imposed shambles. So now I have a deadline before my um, grandma, grandpa, and um, the lyric are coming. So I'm very excited about that. Just in time for them to see the house look like garbage? It better not look like garbage. So my sewing right. is going to take a back seat. Well, not... I can't... The woodland animals can't because I have to put those on my tree. Are you going to put your tree up after Thanksgiving? Yes, I am. But Dad, I have to say, Dad said, don't get a Christmas tree. He saw this big blow-up octopus over at um, Lowe's. And he's like, let's just put that in the living room. I mean, it is so huge, it's ridiculous. There is no way. I like cephalopods. Just paint it green. Just paint it green. (laughs) That's what I did. 
Oh my gosh. My tree's still up. I still got my holiday tree. I know I, that thing is built to last. I, it, it's, it's so not built to last, but the, um, it just does because nothing touches it. Oh, okay. What does built to last mean? It just sits there. Exactly. It's built <laughs> it's to It's heavy. It, I'm comparing it to a real Christmas tree. A, a Christmas tree, if you leave it alone, will be there forever. It might not look the same, <laughs> but it isn't going anywhere. Yeah, no. this thing will look the same for the next 500 years. Yeah, so. you could just yeah, put a sheet over that and then be ready for next year. It's that not sounds like, a real like somebody we know. <laughs> no, put a sheet over it and then draw two little black dots and say it's for Halloween. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, that's what I do. It's got it's got lights. I think the lights are white, so they're oh, they're sweet. holiday agnostic. You just turn them on whenever you need them. Well, just change your decorations this year. Again, it's it's not a Christmas tree. It's a holiday tree. Oh, okay. It's, I'm still it's good for on all decorating occasions. for Halloween. I might actually decorate a little bit. I thought I was going to do that, and then I looked at what today's date is, and that's not going to happen. I well, I, yeah, I'm having a you know I am having a pumpkin carving party though i'm trying to be festive i'm gonna have the pumpkin that's good enough for me yeah and i'm gonna put it in my neighbor's house so, well, and I don't decorate so why did you Christmas? get three pumpkins that's david what mom's job is what because uh matt smeda is going to be in town and i invited him yeah and he, i don't know i've never met him okay. so he's gonna he's going to uh bring mop because uh getting a uh, a pumpkin it? into checked baggage would probably be a hassle what's mop mean what uh, it was a play on bring your own pumpkin oh, where okay. he's bringing one of my pumpkins. Oh, okay. And who's the third one? I don't for? know. I think you could uh, have a pumpkin as a personal item. I mean, you probably could. <laughs> and there's no doubt TSA has fielded this problem before, <laughs> but it's really just kind of inconvenient. Uh, you put it up in the overhead bin. Yeah. When people get near it, you say, get the hell away from that pumpkin. <laughs> No, that's why you paint a scary face on it so they don't go near it. I'm sure that's happened before. I know. Yeah. Oh, no question. But, and if anyone tells you you can't do it, you just start crying. <laughs> and then they feel real bad that they're trying to separate you and the pumpkin. Aww. And then you turn it around and you got another face on the other side of the pumpkin. Hmm. I don't know what that face looks like because I didn't think through that joke before I said it. So instead, we're just going to end this podcast right here unless anyone has any other comments about families or sewing or Halloween or Thanksgiving, which came up a total of one and a half times. But no one cares about Thanksgiving. I just want to say keep on stitching. There you go. I want to say keep on bitching. Well, that too. That goes hand in hand. Rock on. Yeah, that didn't leave you much to go on, so kind of got stranded there. And thankfully, I have an easy tagline. I just say good morning, everyone, and then shut this thing off. So thanks, everybody, for listening. And um, I don't sew something. I, that's that's all we can ask, right? That's it's all about keeping. Amen. Save a pair of socks. Yes, yeah, exactly. A, save a pair of socks. Do it. Do it. Do it for the shoes. Turn a pos- Turn a negative into a positive. There's life lessons all over this thing. I already said my tagline. I can't say it again. So I'm just going to turn this off right now. (laughs) Jacob does not approve. Oh, my God. That was ridiculous. (laughs) Screw up that last thing. Cut it out. No, it wasn't the last thing. It was the entire thing. I thought it was a pretty good podcast. No. (laughs) That was so... So all over the place. The first 20 minutes, we didn't talk about stitching in any way. No, but that was good. That's what makes the bomb cast so good. We're talking about eating uh, too much candy. <laughs> hey, like I said, stitching and the holidays go together. You, so, you, I know I used to make you did presents, say that. but... So what I you should have, say you know, on this, this, this should be called good. stitching and the holidays. No. No, it's the Stitching Bitch podcast. Yeah, Stitching Bitch. Stitching Bitch with the... With a subtitle, Halloween. Well, it, it it just, you know, like the holidays give you like more excuses to make things. Yeah. I think we talked about the holidays last time. No, we didn't. I think they we just did. go hand in hand with crafting. We talked about no. underwear afterwards for a long time. That did happen. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of underwear, one of my pairs of underwear bit the dust. So I think I'm going to try to make a pair of underwear now that I have a temple. Oh, Sweet. that's going to be hard. Cause, no, because this specific pair of underwear, I'm not sure how they did it. It's that's going to make it hard to replicate. But where are you going to get material? It's, it's two pieces of fabric, 
and the pizzas are just cut real cattywampus. So I just undid the seams and then set them flat and give that a try. Is stretch material, Jacob? Yes, it's not denim. (laughs) (laughs) Make denim underwear. No thanks. (laughs) They must. They have to sell stretchy jeans. Like, of course it's stretchy fabric. What underwear are you talking well, about? they sell pajama jeans. Yeah, exactly. You get stretch jean Remember underwear. when Ian got a pair from his parents at one year? Oh, my he God. So, no, those are for fat people. He was so mad. That was, like, his main gift. <laughs> his family must really hate him. No wonder why he lives in Wyoming. <laughs> well, if you ever get a beer gut, you can just use these instead of normal pants. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that was funny. Uh, <laughs> uh, yep. I thought that was a good podcast. Well, you'll find Have out you later. When you Have you listened to these? any podcasts? Oh, yeah, I listened to the Stitch one. I listened to the last one. Kathy does too. She likes these. Okay. I'm fearing this one. I wasn't fearing the last one Why? I was on. This one. I thought this one went way more smoother than the other one. Well, we d- recorded no, the other one three times, and then he just picked yes. the best version of it. We did? Yeah. yeah. David edits. No, the o- and also, my biggest problem my biggest problem with a podcast is when it goes in too many different directions. and uh, Makes you confused. Uh, yeah. <laughs> As someone who just has to take a back seat and let people wander, it gets annoying after a while. I mean, I guess, I guess Joe Rogan only wanders between like four topics, but I can't imagine. Yeah, no, that's the one thing with Joe Rogan is you know everything he's going to talk about. <laughs> he's going to talk about. Uh, he'll have like one random factoid that he remembers from a week ago that he'll say continuously for like <laughs> ten podcasts in a row. Uh, if Eddie Bravo's on there, conspiracy yes. theories will be brought up. That's that's a general rule. Yeah. I think that's generalizable. Well, Eddie, when Eddie Bravo's there, it's, it's about bad. forty-five. Well, minutes it's of the it's podcast. one of those it's one of those where it's like trigger words. Like it's okay, it's okay, and then somebody will say something, and then it's like like the number seven. Yeah, and then it just all goes downhill from there. You know, then he talks about UFC, jujitsu, and like hunting. Yeah, killing and marijuana. Well, I thought it was good. Well, you're going to well, find out. we haven't out. listened to it yet, so we don't know. Yeah, we're going to strap you down and force you to listen to it. I want to listen to it. Uh, is there a secret to finding good prints, or is it just hard? What? You just make your own. Patterns, like on fabrics? Yeah, like look prints online. for fabrics. I mean, you can look I've online I told you, stuff. don't you have a mood in Los Angeles? Yeah, but that's in Los Angeles, and I don't like L.A. Or I where I live you. now. Actually, you can buy material online. Yeah. No, that's that's the thing. Is like even after digging through, I can't find anything good. Prints are also like that, it's also like a a kind of like a seasonal style thing. And for like about the last four or five years, styles have just sucked. Thus, prints have sucked in accordance with said styles. I have noticed that. Yeah. Where it's like there are defined things from like the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s. And then when you hit the 2000s, all of the styles are t shirt with pants and shoes. Yeah. It's like really, really boring. There's no, there's no pizzazz, which is why when we went to the aquarium and got that dope purse with those octopuses, hey. um, like, looking for prints like that is really hard. Mm. I can't find good prints. It's why I was so excited when I found that lobster print. Yeah. Even though that material was nightmarishly expensive. How much was it a yard? It was like $26 a yard. Is it like boat tarp? You did use a coupon, didn't you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I ended up only paying like 12 Three bucks a yard. Like 11, like 11 or $12 a but no, it's a it's outdoor material, so yeah. it's like water resistance. Yeah. It's really really strong. Like I said, it like the material didn't rip on that bag. The the because you're using that cheap thread. The thread, yeah, no, the, the thread, thread itself tore. It's, you're not listening to your mom. It's the first thing I told him when he got a machine to go get that good thread. Yeah, but I have to go into that weird section where the lady watches you, and I don't want to have to do that. What do you mean weird section? Ours is out in the open. Yeah. 
yeah, see, they have, like, the section for all the cheap shit. We could have recorded all this. And then... <laughs> they, have the, they have the section for all the cheap shit that no one's watching. That's where I like to shop, because I don't want anyone watching me. And if someone asks me a question, I'll walk away from the section even if I need something. Because I don't want to talk to someone in a store. I find that if you scream at them, no one else approaches you. It works a lot better. But the good fabric is hidden in the uh, Husqvarna Viking section, and there's always a lady there. And I don't want her to ask me anything or talk to me. Do you need me to, to send me. you a thread care package for Christmas? <laughs> Actually, Archowans doesn't have material in the sewing machine no, section. and the Guterman stuff's always been with the rest of the thread. It just yeah. has its own section. And the creepy ladies yeah, are see, all in the frames, so you don't have to worry. Yeah, no, all of the... We are in California. Life's backwards out there. Yeah, yeah. you guys got to get with it, man. Let me see. Get up I to date, here. like Florida. Yeah. Oh, I guess one thing that I did forget to mention. Uh, when you try to make a bag look good, it's about 90% crime concealing. Like, making all of the edges disappear takes forever. Yeah, that's why you let Malaysian children do it. <laughs> Let's see what I got here. I have Coates and Clark. 100% polyester. No. That's the like only, the old generic the stuff. I remember when you used to use Coates Well, the and only Clark. time I buy it, and I did buy some of that, is when Guterman doesn't have the right color. Mm. And that happened to me very recently. I use white, black, and purple. And that is purple. it. Purple? Yeah, I, all, I end up doing all my stitches in purple. Easier to see Because them. it looks different. Yeah, it's easier to see it, and then when it's done, it has a fe- it has a little flash. Yeah, I to used to it, like, I used the- to like doing like fancy colored. The problem with doing the fancy colors on your stitching, though, is if your stitching looks like crap, it's very noticeable. Where it's like if you use the same color thread as your fabric, it blends. You know, in. The, if if your lines aren't straight, it's not as obvious. But it is harder to rip out later because it's harder to see. So there's there's gives and takes on both ends. Well, because the, the stuff that I do well is always a bag, I think it just makes it look a little better because I always use one of the fancy yeah. stitches that like hits back and forth like a hundred <laughs> times. That way it's more structurally sound. So I have like fancy patterns of purple going down the spine of my lobster bag. I don't really care if anybody knows I made something. It's probably why I don't hey, like varnish any of the wood on any of the stuff I, have I make. never gotten more compliments on anything in my life than that stupid lobster bag when i checked it in the lady's like this bag is incredible and then when it comes out and when it comes out on the conveyor belt everyone's eyeing it like they're not even looking at the other bags they're just staring (laughs) at it and like talking amongst themselves and i go excuse me and i grab the bag (laughs) yeah that's right and then i walk out with your broken handle (laughs) jacob only you could pull that off (laughs) <laughs> it stands out like a sore thumb i do wish the colors were changed on it because the background is white with red lobsters it stands out like a sore thumb it is so bright mm. it's definitely made for just i mean the people who are buying that material are buying it to cut it in a circle and throw it over a table like, they don't expect you to make a bag out of that. Maybe I don't know what they they looks so for crisp. It, I think know? they probably make pillows for their patio or something. Mm. Yeah, something like that okay. also. It look it looks and feels almost like a... Uh, if it's outdoor fabric. Like what you throw on an outdoor yeah. table. Yeah. yeah. Or you can make a suit out of it. A that stiff. would be a... It, well, it would be a little stiff, and it would look like you're trying really hard. <laughs> I mean, because you, it's just... Okay, there's a guy in our choir... It's too busy for that. Who made a suit... Out of like material like that with these big Christmas trees all over it. It is great. It is awesome. Like he stands out Cold. like it doesn't matter if there's 500 people in the room. You see that suit on him. Yeah, but you don't want to be that guy who made something explicitly bright and loud just to get people to look at you. But what if you do? No. But sometimes you do, I think. Yeah. That's Ed. Ed. Or you could be like, I guess I could do like the Tim Gunn thing. You have a really ridiculous shirt, and then the overcoat kind of conceals it. Yeah, yeah basically. Yeah. He has pretty funky patterns on all his stuff. He is a designer. Yes. Yeah. He 
No, he is a mentor. He's a designer. No. He's a designer. He's an inspiration to Well, I mean, he doesn't he works... actively do it, but that's that's what his background He's is. He's a mentor. He works at the school. Yeah. So. Very good. Yeah, he has an eye for that. Yeah. That's what he does. He has an eye for aesthetics. <laughs> he stands around and comments on things. And on that note, mom's getting up. I just have to stretch. You did I'm record all tired. that, right? Because I'm just, I'm just going to put out the last 20 minutes, so... As the podcast, yeah, yeah that'll work. Oh, I like the other stuff. I'll just, I'll put that at the end. It'll be all right. He'll, he'll figure it out. Mom, I did this with the last one. Yeah, and I was annoyed because that conversation got cut way short because I wasn't recording any of it. Well, you gotta keep it up on both that. sides. So it was like kind of weird hearing everyone talk and then everyone goes quiet and then they start replying to something that was never <laughs> said. It's all about that natural edit. <laughs> where it's at i had a podcast yeah those that what happened with that one there was a beep and then the conversation completely changes and you just keep moving which one i think it was when joey's mom was oh the on writing cast oh i was talking about dfw and i wanted to cut all of it out so i just cut it all out wait a minute joey's mom was on well yeah what was she talking about she's our local librarian what do you mean She's I wasn't read on the cast. I don't know. Infinity books over her lifetime. She, oh, okay. I don't remember what number she said, but it can't have been less than six a month. Whoa! She sews too. No, yeah, no. She was saying that on heavy months, she reads like double digit books. Well, Grandma reads about three month. books a, a week. I mean, she is retired. She's allowed to do that. Yeah. Yeah, but the whole Watts family reads crazy fast, so that's an achievable goal. I do not. I think I the Bobek family reads a lot, too. I gave her Consider the Lobster to read. She hasn't finished it yet, because she has a library We've backlog. we introducing Paul to DFW. It's a good way to ruin people's lives. What's DFW? Slowly. Foster Wallace. He's basically like... Um... um I was going to come up with a mythological comparison, but none of them are coming to mind. So uh, he's... Uh, he's an excellent, excellent writer. Okay. Cheeky! All right, you look very DiCaprio-ish. Your eyes are so green yeah, right that now. Is, that is kind of DiCaprio-esque. I got a Revenant Must vibe off hair. that. <laughs> I just got to find a fish. I was going to pick the Revenant. Just because it was a recent I movie. Wanna, so hard. I want to sit through that again. Do you yeah. have that? Because I want to see it again. No. Do you want that for Christmas, Mom? Guess what you're getting for Christmas, Mom? What? What? It's no, a I surprise. Don't, I don't want it for Christmas. <laughs> Guess what? It's a surprise. <laughs> Did you know that that seed that he had to eat that animal it was hard for him because he's a vegetarian? I mean, that makes sense. He is not. That's a why he deserves the really Oscar. Is he really a vegetarian? Yeah, he, yeah, he like drives Priuses yeah. to like the Academy Awards. I'm mad at not him. anymore. He's got his award now. He doesn't oh, have to do any of that shit anymore. No, I'm mad at him because through um, was it Malaysia? They took like billions of dollars from the U.S. and they were supposed to be doing it for like charitable stuff. And the person who was it the person who made that movie. Anyways, they were using it as gambling money. Like, all this money got to all these, like, bad things. And DiCaprio was using it, too, to, like, gamble. And they were at the uh, they were gonna Hotel. They were going to double up. Well, anyways, they're using all this money. Taxpayers work so hard, pay their taxes, and you got all these people abusing. This is why you have to check where your donations go to. Make sure and DiCaprio yeah, why, was in on like, it, too. Universally, just don't donate yeah. to anyone. Yeah, like, no, this was taxpayers' money. This was taxpayers' Especially money not tax to, that the U.S. To. gave to this country, and everybody had their hand in it and was taken. Oh, it that's was like, just well, corruption. We shouldn't was, be giving people money. Yeah. Yeah, no, DiCaprio just take it from Germany. It's a lost cause to bail out countries. Las Vegas. I don't know how that one story ends with him in Las Vegas with the money, but... It was the guy who made the, the movie. What movie? The Revenant. In theaters now. I don't think that's true anymore. I think it's been out of theaters for like six months. Well, anyways, we got to see a bunch of movies because Dad fixed... You know Ian's friend David, Jacob? Yeah, me. Belkin. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he... I know um, you're talking about. He brought his computer over. Anyway, he had a bunch of movies on it, so we got to watch... That's how we got to see Zootopia and Deadpool. Got to see a bunch of porn. 
have that on. No, he plays too many board games for that. <laughs> and David plays board games with him on Monday nights at Sci-Fi. I would do it on Tuesdays, like when they actually have it, except that I was recording this podcast. I thought so. it was on Monday nights. Well, you were wrong. Oh, Tuesday. So it's a good thing you didn't show up. That would be really embarrassing. But you still go, right? What? Uh, not this week. Oh, okay. At a podcast. I could have done You're it. You're the one who I could have done it tomorrow. Day. I could have been Tuesday. Yeah, but Wednesday. I couldn't do it tomorrow because I had other th- stuff because I'm a jet-setting, and by jet, I mean house-setting individual. Guess what I'm going to be doing tomorrow? Uh, no. I'm going to be at the wetlands collecting bugs for Creatures of the Night Saturday. You know those bugs work hard to get where they I are. I have a life. bug job I need done, too. How do you feel about roaches? <laughs> I don't like ro- I don't mind them out in the wild. What, do you need the bins cleaned or something? Yeah, I gotta consolidate. I have three bins. I need to consolidate. And one of the bins is getting weird. There's soldier flies breeding in it. <laughs> really gotta clean it. I just haven't had time. Ew. Well, anyways, I'm excited about collecting bugs at the wetlands. Just not any of those bugs? Yeah, what do you have against roaches? I don't mind. I don't mind roaches in the wild. I don't want them in my house. These are outside in the carport in a contained bin. <sighs> Gosh, Nicole, just trying to live their lives. Yeah, end them. <laughs> Put them out of their misery. Well, the 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 geckos do that. Put a few Cuban frogs in there; they'll be gone. Uh, no, because then my geckos won't have anything to eat. Oh, okay. They can eat the Cuban frogs. I wish. We need some good freezes to kill those Cubans. Yeah. Well, that was racist. Yeah, that, was, that was decontextualizable. <laughs> um, no, they're really okay. bad. They're bad. <laughs> that didn't help. Anyway, so... <laughs> I, I yeah. mean, Both of I'm those are excellent frogs, campaign guys. advertisements. Jeez. Okay, it's almost 9.30. I'm okay. going to get going. <sighs> cutting into Jakey. my Netflix and chill time. You still haven't found a place to live? You started the conversation. I know. So Have you looked at any more places? No, I didn't forget. Uh, yeah. I forget it, Jake. That was the end of that sentence. Make sure you have a home by the time I come out there in January. Oh. What time are you it, planning on doing It'll all be that? like the week of the 11th of January. I made that number up. Don't go to that number. But it's sometime in the middle of January. Jacob, is Ian going out there to see you? He already did. So, yes. Is that who you did the barbecue for? Yeah, that was the person who you started derailing the podcast to talk about stupid things that don't matter. Where did you guys have a barbecue? (laughs) At a house. But not just any old house. Well, whose house was it? He doesn't know anybody out there. Does A secret house. (laughs) Yeah, he doesn't know anyone out there. I don't know why he came out. Well, he knows Jacob. <laughs> All right, forget it. Because you're being a jerk right now. What? Mom, we're just laughing at the things you say. Oh. It was weird having a complete stranger here who I don't know. All right. You guys didn't run out of M&M's, right? I need to go get M&M's, so... I'm going to make it through this Halloween without eating any Halloween candy. I was going to bring some dessert to your thing. Oh, I have someone bringing pumpkin snickerdoodle cookies, and I'm going to make a a Guinness cake. Is it chocolate? Yes, with cream cheese frosting. Okay. Shoot, and I got some really cute cupcake things with little candy corns on them. Well, it's candy corn, so just throw it away. I think I'm going to buy some candy corn. I thought you were going to make a okay. pot of chili, right? I am, yeah. But I Let me lay it down for you. Candy. Alton Brown just released an, a recipe to make your own candy he corn. Does aware, he, he is aware that it's essentially free, right? Like yes. he's competing because, against uh, like $2 for a sack of candy corn. Yeah, but he also made a big stink about, hey, you should make your own cranberries for you mean grow uh, Thanksgiving rather than buy them. And cranberry, that that tube of cranberry that comes I out. I love that stuff. Is like, Dad loves it too. I know it's terrible, <laughs> it's but it's super I, cheap. I only eat it around like Thanksgiving. It is good. I need to go get more Klondike bars. No, you don't. That's not oh, that's so not compliant. Oh, they were so good. I feel sick after eating a Klondike. What about if you woke up 
and ate four. <laughs> you didn't really, did you? I bet you had a tip-top day after that. Uh, look, they were the Rocky Road oh, guys. Those Magnum bars were buy one get one free at Publix last week. I started the day off with half of a fried chicken, and uh, it only you got better. Whole, from, you ate a half of a whole chicken that was fried. That's a, a half. Why did you wow. word it like Why that? Do you eat so much. <laughs> what I asked myself <laughs> the same question about about four seconds after I finished. Jesus, nobody can eat chicken like David. Unfortunately. That's the tagline. Put all this in the podcast. <laughs> this is the podcast. Okay. Okay. All right. All right see you, but Jake. So love long. You. Love eaters, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> Cute. All right. Good morning, everyone.